heroes, and welcome to Falconreach Fables, a self-indulgent dragon fable fancast. I am your lore master Kai, I go by they-them pronouns, and with me is... Ray Alexa, um, they-them pronouns. We are back. We have one more quest to do with Warlock. It's gonna be great. So, it was brought to my attention that we should describe things. So I'm gonna describe Warlock for y'all. Warlock is... I'm probably tall. I'm guessing he's tall. A white dude with white shoulderish length hair that is very wavy and sort of emo bangs in front of one of his eyes and he's wearing a blue robe. I, I was gonna say windblown. Wind yeah, wavy windblown hair that is covering one of his eyes and he has like ornate blue robes because he's rad as hell and also just like the blue mage. But we have we have one quest left in his dragon egg quests. We have done it off mic. I have gathered whatever we needed from the brick dude. We got the wind the fire yarn, the bag of wind nip and bag of salmon. It's just a bag of salmon. And now we're going to do the summoning. We are ready to summon the monster who can determine the egg. I must warn you again, this is extremely dangerous. It's summon time! So, for the listening audience, we have a summoning circle with some sigils and things, including one that looks like a fish skeleton and a mouse on a string. And we have four eggs that all look the same wrapped around it. Well done, hero. We've got the fire yarn, indestructible litter, salmon, and the wind nip. Can I guess what it is? <laughs> I, 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 I have an idea of what it is. No. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. It's so good. You're almost 100% right, but it's great. Got it. I'm ready. Everything that we will need to pull this monster from its world into our own. We are ready to begin the spell. Remember, this creature is very dangerous and feasts on dragon eggs. It will sniff the eggs and will begin to dispel the dragon illusion when it finds which egg is the real one. Once it has unveiled the true dragon egg, you will have to step in and banish the beast back to its own plane. Otherwise, it will devour the egg. Alright, here we go. And Rolex starts summoning. There's lightning. There's a blue pillar. Mew. There's a blue cat. Dark blue cat with big yellow eyes. Another note. Its big yellow eyes are almost as big as its face. Oh, it's so cute. I'm going to name it Carl. Do not be fooled by the Doom Kitten's appearance. It only assumes this form, too. The Doom Kitten. I want to hug it. Just... just let it pick an egg. Mew. The Doom Kitten has started glowing in front of an egg. There. It's chosen an egg and it's beginning to dispel the illusion. Quickly. Banish it. And now we get to battle with the Doom Kitten. Also, for audiences, um... The Doom Kitten has creepy teeth in that it has human teeth. And that weirds me out. Summoning help. You saved the dragon egg from being eaten by the Doom Kitten, and now you know which is the real egg. Once it senses that you have found a safe place for it, it will drop its illusion and show you its true form. We did it! We did it! We've done all this work! We have done all this work to get the dragon egg. Dra- dragon egg. The egg! We did it. Well, I would love to study your egg further. You should return to Tully and find a safe place to hide the egg until it hatches. Amazing, Kyra! You had the dragon egg. You better put it in a safe place. Hmm. I know a secret cave. The secret cave. Da da. We're in a cave. Now this is a very important step of this process. This is incredibly important. We have a very cool statue that looks like a dragon holding the dragon egg. We get to choose what dragon egg, what the dragon egg looks like. So for the listeners, it is black with a dark green spirally pattern. Hell yeah. I want this egg. 
We're gonna let our dragon egg incubate for a little bit. And we're gonna go do some other quests for a hot second. Nice. How long does it take? You'll see. So we're gonna go do a quest that we had to be level 10 to do. But we're gonna go talk to Ash real quick. We're gonna talk to my good baby boy, Ash, my buddy. Yay! How old is he? I don't remember. He's like a teenager? He's like in his teens. Because, I mean, do you mind a very mild spoiler for later? Sure. In between book two and three, we skip like five years, and he's like a full-grown adult with like a beard. Really? Yeah. So like, he has to be like in his teens. He has to be like 15, but he looks so tiny. He looks like he's like 10. I know. But, like, somehow he's, like, a full, big, grown adult in, like, from now to, like, approximately six years in the future, because books one and two take probably, like, a year or two. So, like, six, seven years in the future. So he has to be, like, at least, like, 15. Yeah. It's wild. I hate it. Draco Lich. Draco Lich. Something really bad is happening. Follow me. I still have butterflies in my stomach. I have a really bad feeling about this. Tell me. What was it that you wanted to show me, Ash? Bullies is curious, too. Just wait a second, guys. It should be here any minute now. There! It's coming over the mountain now. We're on a cliff, and it starts to get dark. As a giant castle on a giant dragon skeleton starts flying into range behind the mountains. It's fucking huge. It's Hell's moving castle from Hell. On a giant dragon skeleton! What is that thing? I was hoping that you could tell me. I saw it for the first time yesterday, but it's been circling the countryside for several days. Reports were coming to Falcon Reach about a giant undead dragon with a castle on its back, but I had to see it for myself. It was spotted flying south with that castle on its back a few days ago. People are saying that it attacked the Temple of the Four Winds. No one seems to know anything about it. Tully knows. Only stories, rumors, and legends, but some of them must be true. That is one of the great dragons, one of the ancient ones. Or what is left of it, he must have had his army of necromancers animate the skeleton. It's his flying fortress. He who, Twilly? Who else will corrupt the resting bones of one of the ancient dragons? Sepulchre! God damn you, Sepulchre! Sepulchre has that much dark power. It's unbelievable. He is a far greater threat than I ever thought. What could he be planning? Meanwhile, inside Sepulchre's flying Dracolich fortress. Hi, Dracoth! Inside! The fortress is a giant fuck-off throne with stairs leading to it that Sepulchre, a dude in red spiky armor with a giant fucking sword with like a skull on it and shit, sits and within, in front of him is Dracoth, emo edgelord extraordinaire in dark greenish armor and a white dragon box. My lord Sepulchre, I've returned with the white dragon box as you demanded. The priests at the Temple of the Four Winds were no match for your undead soldiers under my command. Please, grant me the power of the necrotic blade of doom, as you promised. <laughs> you are very eager to embrace the darkness, Dracoth. Prince Dracoth, you are a fool. My, my lord. Our agreement was both dragon boxes, black and white. I only see the white dragon box before me. There were complications with the black dragon box. If you would simply grant me the power, I'm certain that I could. I think, perhaps you are still focusing too much of your energy on taking King Altion's throne. MY throne! The royal seat is mine by birthright! Be silent. As I have promised, bring me both boxes and the power and the throne will be yours. Do not interrupt me or return here without both dragon boxes ever again. 
Do not fail me a second time, Prince Dracath. Yes, my lord. <laughs> we did it. And we did it. Sepulchre's Flying Fortress. It is clear that Sepulchre has big plans for both dragon boxes. Perhaps more clues to his plan can be found at the Temple of the Four Winds. Sepulchre has the white dragon box. We have the black. Things are gonna get great. Thank you for helping to clear the Temple of the Four Winds of Monsters. Now we can get help for our injured. I will tell you anything that will help. Please, what would you like to know about? The attack. Not long ago, a giant dracolich with a castle on its back flew over the temple. A dangerous man calling himself Dracoth led an undead army into the temple and attacked us without warning. They took no prisoners and showed no mercy, but once Dracoth had the white dragon box, he and that army left. The Temple of the Four Winds is an ancient place and its walls were in need of repair before, but the undead army left them in ruins. With the temple walls destroyed, the local monsters began coming in here and looking for food and treasure. We were trapped here looking after our injured brothers until you cleared the way. Thank you. I don't know if the Temple of the Four Winds is all dudes. This is a trans dude. If it is, I don't care. Brother is used gender neutrally. Hell yeah. Or it's just a bunch or it's just a bunch of dudes that allow trans dudes. Who cares? Uh what about the white dragon books? Priestess Celestia of the Light Temple left the white dragon box in our care. Inside is the egg of a dragon. Oh, but it is no ordinary dragon. When the stars align themselves right, two very special dragon eggs appear in our world. Most dragons have certain elements, but these two dragons have no element until they are hatched. Many factors determine what elements these special dragons will become, but none more than the human that they are closest to. One of these dragons will become the mighty order dragon, and the other the terrible chaos dragon. But there is no way to see which is which until they fight their destined battle with each other, alongside their human counterparts. The chaos dragon, the world destroyer, might be with the kindest human alive. The order dragon might be enslaved by the worst villain. There are many, many prophecies about these two dragons and the roles that they will play in history but none say which will win their final battle. We cannot allow the white dragon box to remain in the hands of that monster. And we're done. The Temple of the Four Winds. You have rescued the surviving temple priests from invading monsters, and in return, you've gotten a lot more information about Sepulchre and the dragon boxes. Let me romance some folks. Cowards. I can't wait till we meet the person that I genuinely, like, in my main character's timeline, um... They canonically live together, because they're one of the places you can set your hometown, is this character's house. My my main hero and them are- I headcanon this person as non-binary, because it makes sense to my brain. Uh, they're- in my ti- in that timeline, uh, my hero, my main hero, is in a quasi-platonic relationship with this character. It's cute as hell. I love them. So, we are back at the Time Travel Fairies Time Tours. Ice Dragon Invasion. The town of Falconreach has become a frozen, snow-covered mess. It is freezing cold and keeps getting colder. But this is no early winter storm. An ice dragon is coming to town and it's freezing everything in its path. Save Falconreach from becoming a, per a permanent townsicle. We're gonna fight the boss monster. We did it! We won! Not yet, Twilly. We still have not faced the dragon and dragon all behind. Whoa! Whoa. Frost Scythe almost looks like he's riding on the handle of his scythe, shaped like a dragon. Like, you know those, like, sticks the kids run around on have, like, a horse head on it and they ran like they're riding a horse? Give the orb to me now and I shall make your death swift. Orb? What orb? I have no idea what you're talking about. Who are you? Is he a dragon lord? I do not have time for this. <laughs> Meh, guess the wrong teleport spell. Where am I? Zorbak? 
Dragon Master Frostlight. Help me. Good to see you again. Only a Dragon Master? <sighs> He's not become a full-fledged Dragon Lord yet. His dragon will not be in full strength. Enough of this. Prepare yourselves. I will have the orb. Meh <laughs> this is going to be good. Later. Zorbak showed up, and then he disappeared again. Glacerius, I command you to my side. Big dragon. Defeated. How is this possible? You broke my dragon amulet. Without it, Glacerius is useless to me. Now, tell us, why did you attack this town? <laughs> Do you not even know what you're defending? <laughs> what? You will discover it on your own soon enough. <laughs> I did not realize <laughs> who you were. Had I known <laughs> that you were Kyra Dragon Boy, I would have brought a much larger army. Thank you. You may have forced me to start over, but know this. I will become the next Dragon Lord. Achoo! Did the big frost boss guy just catch a cold? You both caught a cold. Victory. The town has been saved. As the ice slowly melts away, the sun shines brightly. Well fought. Well fought indeed. Ha. He's only a dragon master. And for our last quest of the episode, we're gonna go back to Twilly. It's time. Quick, let's go to the cave where you're dragging me again. The hatching. What took you so long? You almost missed it. Oh. I'm so excited. I've been waiting so long for this day. I don't get to see a dragon hatch every day, especially one so special. Twilly, you knew that it was going to hatch today. Sure. Lady Celestia gave me the exact day and time of the hatching. What? Why doesn't anyone ever tell me anything? I tried everything to get it to hatch. Really? Like what? Well, I tried sitting on it, of course. Bored, 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 bored. Bored, 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 bored. Then I tried to sing to it. Rock by Aggie in the stone claws. When the wind blows, the uh. I'm like an idiot. I tried asking nicely. Please, please, please. With sugar and candy and and whatever dragons eat, puppies or princesses or something on top. I tried to gently tap the egg. Oh. Okay, guys, there's a fucking morning star there. Okay, Egg. Let's see which one of us breaks first. I even tried a saucy puppet show to coax it out. <laughs> okay. There's there's a tiny puppet stage with two with a blue and a green sock puppet. Oh, Mr. Pudding Shins, you scoundrel. Not even that worked. But I will see the dragon look like he was judging you a little bit in that scene. If I knew that it was on a set timer, it would have saved me a lot of time. Kyra, look, it's moving! Da-da-da, we get to switch to, to Sepulchre. Lord Sepulchre, the egg is moving! The hatching time is upon us at last! With the might of this dragon at my command, the world will bow at my feet. The Age of Darkness begins as soon as my dragon takes its first breath. But the hatchling will only be a baby! How- The dragon amulet draggeth. With the power of the dragon amulet, the dragon will assume its fully grown form at my command. My lord, a crack in the shell! Dun dun dun, switch time! A crack in the shell! It won't be long now! I- I don't know what to do. Should I- What should I do? Should I boil some- Should I boil some water? Why would you boil water? I don't know. I just know that people boil water when a baby is about to be born. Just- be ready for anything. We still don't know which egg, which dragon this will be. The savior of the world? Or its destroyer? It's time. It's hatching. Switch time. It is time. 
Sepulchre's egg is hatching, and there's pink lollipops, and rainbows, and flowers, and smiley faces, and sunshine. And it's pink, and cute, and there are hearts coming off of it, and it's got a big anime, it got big anime eyes. And it loves Sepulchre. It's looking at Sepulchre with such adoration. And love. He's like, if, if somebody looked at me with like half as much love as this dragon is looking at Sepulchre right now, I'd be the luckiest person alive. And yet, no one does. <laughs> oh, honey! Hmm, that's not exactly what I was expecting. Sepulchre raises his arms and shoots a blast of dark energy down. And the baby's now a Dracolich. It's a skeleton dragon now. And Dracoth is like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> that was so cute. Like, the Drac is like, oh no. <laughs> that poor baby. And is shakily holding his sword out towards Sepulchre. Master! What have you done? Isn't that better, my little Dracolich? I think I'll call you... Fluffy. Switch time. Here we go! And our dragon egg is hatching. It's hatching, and there are dark energy, and there's... There's a skeletal dragon silhouette bursting out of the egg, and our dragon is green and is sleeping. And it broke the dragon statue. Yeah, there was, like, little green Zs. Oh, it's so cute! It doesn't look so evil, does it, Twilly? It's eaten, Twilly. Oh, Twilly is half in our dragon's mouth. Twilly? <laughs> Your baby dragon is hatched. Speak to Lady Celestia in Sunbreeze Grove. She should have some idea of what someone needs to do for a growing baby dragon. And to be fair, our, our, our baby is asleep. So it's not like it like decided, oh, look, a little moglin snack. So actually, I lied. There's one more thing we need to do. We need to customize our dragon. So that is the vision you have for your dragon. Very interesting choices. Now when you use your dragon amulet to unleash your dragon's special full power, you will, be, you will see that the bond between you has allowed you to shape the appearance of your dragon. These changes can be undone in the future, for a price, but I'll need to research the rights. Also, uh, Celestia, why can't I have any tea, and why don't you offer any? We have our dragon. Their name is Desdemona, because Desdemona's a rad name. That is our episode. We have achieved our dragon. How rad is that? We have, our, we finally have our dragon. Oh, it's pretty rad. I love Desdemona. I'm probably going to cut out the talk of us creating Desdemona, but Desdemona is dark red with a sort of feathery head, with a like sort of furry head, feathery wings, and fur running along its tail. And their name means ill-starred. And I picked it because it's from Othello. Hell yeah. I picked it because it meant something bad. Because <sighs> that's what I, I... I like name meanings a lot. Oh, me too. Yeah. But yeah, I picked Desmona, like, because I, I'm a huge fan of Shakespeare. That's valid. With our dragon hatched by our side, we can fight with it now. We leave this episode. I have been your lore master, Kai. I have been your Sneevel loving co-host, Ray Alexa. Though there were not Sneevels this episode. That doesn't mean I love them any less. I am on Twitter at FeuerFight, F-E-U-E-R underscore fight. I am on Twitter at R-A-C-H-A-S-T-A-W-A-Y, R-A-C-H-A-S-T-A-W-A-Y. And here's the hoping that they start a Kickstarter to where I can have a Sneevel friend. The show is on Twitter at FalconReachFibbles, F-B-L-S. It's a lot of Sneevel talk. It's great. You can check out our website. It's 
falconreachfables.transistor.fm. It's nifty. We have transcripts. You can find them in the episode descriptions. I'm going to try to get them out as episodes release. The intro music is from just outside of Oaklore. The outro music is from Falcon Reach in Book 3. And I believe that is it. Until next time, love your dragons. Just love them. Love your Sneevels. But also love your dragons, which is more episode appropriate. I know, but like, love your Sneevels and love your dragons. Bye, everyone. Bye. And love your dragons.